podcast. Podcast. Hello and welcome to Pumping Up the Podcast. I'm your host, Elise Eldridge, and today we're going to be breaking down Season 2, Episode 5 of Hannah Montana. It's called I Am Hannah, Hear Me Croak. And I am joined today by a returning guest uh, for her second ever episode here on Pumping Up the Podcast. It's Cameron Littleton. Hello. I'm glad to be back. (laughs) Yes. Uh, This episode was a lot weirder than I remembered. Mm -hmm. Uh, I knew that like, okay, this is the one that has like the first Brooke Shields appearance in it. And uh, I know that she has like Hannah slash Miley has to get vocal surgery and she's scared. And I was like, oh, well, because I remember those things, I'm sure the rest of it will like come back to me, but it didn't. And what was there was really, really weird. (laughs) Oh, yes. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, so, like, half of this episode is, like, dream sequences. Mm-hmm. There was, like, no closure to it. There was no B-plot. No. It just... It was a real anomaly of an episode. <laughs> they, like, they like had some things that they wanted to do, and they're like, oh, we'll just do them, and we won't really... <laughs> we won't really do it <laughs> nicely. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. So we open with our first taste of Life's What You Make It ever. Uh, And it's a very season two. All of like the outfits in season two for Hannah have been very consistent so far. It's Mm -hmm. like very monochromatic, very like black and gray. And this is the same. It's like a blank black tank top with like a black moto jacket and like some loose capris like i don't know like a better term for them (laughs) the gauchos like gauchos is that what that is they could be gauchos they're they're in the gaucho capri family Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) so she finishes singing her little song and then she's like saying goodnight to the crowd and the way that hannah montana says goodnight to her crowd is just always bizarre (laughs) (laughs) But in this particular case, she uh, they like won't stop cheering for her, and she's like, "Well, if you guys want me to stay and sing more, I'll stay and I'll sing all night." And I'm like, "Man, <laughs> you know, no. I mean, there are lots of concerts where it's like, wow, I don't want this to end. Like, I wish there was more of it. However, right. if every artist obliged that request." All concerts would be like six hours long. They would be, would be so ridiculous. long. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't get home until like 4 a.m. Yeah. And Hannah's singing to children. They can't yeah. be getting home at four in the morning. I'm like, it's probably a school night. <laughs> <laughs> also, her band probably has places to be and like her right. dancers and stuff. Like, they're like, hey, we're tired. <laughs> Like, I want to go home. Yeah, but I guess they go along with it because she's like, let's go ahead. Let's jump back in then. You guys want it. Fan demanded. <laughs> and, and they just and they all knew the song I got they nerve. were going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're like, okay. The encore is obviously I got nerve. Got it. <laughs> we later find out that she did six encores. Okay, is that just like, 
do they mean six songs or like six total on? Because like some encores are a couple songs. Like that's just a lot. <laughs> I don't know that Hannah Montana has enough material in her catalog no. yet to do a full concert and then do six encores. No, I don't, I don't think, think so. she has enough songs. <laughs> <laughs> she she like calls out any any cover requests. <laughs> <laughs> Start singing uh, Robbie Ray songs. Yeah, I I really thought it was odd. Uh, but yeah, like they're back at the house the next day. Uh, Jackson and Robbie are singing a version of "I Got Nerve" that's about making toast. Yes, <laughs> I put it in my notes as "I Got Nerve Toast Remix." Uh, <laughs> And and that was charming. Uh, and then Miley enters and her voice is like shredded. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yes, six encores. It's great. And I find it hard to believe that this is the first time in her career that she like woke up the next day without a voice. Yeah, I feel like that'd be like happening more often. And I, I don't necessarily think it would happen all the time. No. But- I think if nothing else, after like her first concert, right? I bet her yeah. voice was like, "Whoa, what did we just do?" Because like that mm-hmm. happens to everyone, right? Yeah, and it makes sense. Although it it also it does make me wonder like how well she's taking care of her voice and what like her singing technique is. That like right. her just singing for like a bit longer last night <laughs> just threw it out shot. of whack, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, and what ended up being the case is that it's not just, like, her voice was tired, which is very understandable, mm-hmm. but, like, she needed vocal surgery. Yeah, <laughs> she did some later. damage. <laughs> like, that's concerning to me. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, we'll get into it, but I'm like, why on earth doesn't this girl who's going through puberty and has a developing voice... Why don't they have an ENT and, like, a voice coach, like, on staff? Right, yeah. Like, I mean, we, I think we saw a voice coach very early on in the first season, very briefly. Uh-huh. But, like, why isn't that person giving her the techniques she needs so that right. her voice won't Just need surgery? Yeah. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> no. Yeah, and so basically... Uh, Robbie Ray's like, well, you should try vocal rest. And I'm like, yeah, that's step one. <laughs> step yeah. one is you try vocal rest. Although, uh, like, I, I I, think she should have still gotten it checked out just right. because she's a professional singer and mm-hmm. they have someone on payroll to do that for her. Right. She uh, shouldn't have waited a week of vocal rest and then be like, oh, I should probably get checked out. Yeah, and I think I think if you're an amateur singer, starting right. with vocal rest before having any sort of appointment makes a ton of sense. I've oh, yeah. done it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I but if you're a professional and you're that young and you're like doing right. stadium concerts every night, I would get it looked at and do what they say, which very well mm-hmm. could be, oh, it's no big deal. It's just vocal rest or do vocal rest and we'll check back in later. But what they do right. is vocal rest for a week and then see a doctor when the problem <laughs> comes back. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So there's a lot of jokes in this about how girls can't shut up. So it's really hard for Miley to not talk, uh, mm-hmm. even though it's not really proven at any point in this. <laughs> no. Well, in fact... Oliver proves the opposite the whole time. 
like when she first like goes to Oliver when she's not talking and he's like, girls just can't shut up. Yada, 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 yada. Mm-hmm. And just keep talking and talking and talking. Um, and then Miley, like at the beginning was trying not to talk and was like, like literally like the very beginning when Robbie was like, don't talk. We're struggling. And then the rest of the episode, she was fine. Yeah. She had no trouble sticking no. to it once she had started. Yeah. Uh, it just was like having to remind herself that. Yeah. So Robbie Ray's like, oh, you have to do vocal rest because a week from now you're having a concert and it's like going to be on TV. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, well, that's kind of a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're learning that she's an even bigger celebrity now that she's having her own televised concert. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so they, they like give her a whiteboard to use. And like Jackson mentions that he has a date with a girl named Jenny for the concert. Mm-hmm. And it had been a minute since we've seen Jackson use his connection to Hannah to like get him in with girls and get clout and stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, we'll see where this goes in this episode because I might have further questions. And then it didn't really come it up didn't. again. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I do want to address it, though, because since the last time we saw Jackson take a girl to a Hannah Montana concert, Jackson has since, as far as the public knows, dated Hannah Montana. Mm. And, like been her assistant and appeared at an awards show with her. So I just think it would be so difficult. And I'm pretty sure this comes up later in the series and it's just an area that I haven't watched, (laughs) Uh but it seems like it would be so difficult for Jackson to use that connection to get a girlfriend. And then for the girlfriend to have no further questions. Like, right. Yeah. <laughs> especially if the girlfriend is like actually a legitimate Hannah Montana fan, which mm-hmm. I'm assuming they are because they agree to go to these concerts with him. And it's not like right. that much of a catch that they'll just go anywhere with him. Anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if, if they, if Jackson's plan works and one of these girls wants to be his like real girlfriend, He'll be bringing her by the house and like Miley will be there. And if she's a legit Hannah Montana fan, (laughs) I just think maybe (laughs) it might not work out. (laughs) No, I think it might explode in his face. Yeah. And I mean, granted, people in the HMU are very blind to all of this, but we just saw very recently Rico essentially figure it out before like Mm. talking himself out of it. So people are capable of figuring it out. (laughs) They just not to. (laughs) (laughs) So it ends up not really being a thing in this episode, but Mm. I just do think it's interesting that they continue to have Jackson use his closeness to Hannah Montana (laughs) to his advantage when it feels like a dangerous game for him to be doing that. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, she's on vocal rest for this whole week leading up to this concert. And uh, for some reason in like one scene when Miley and Lily are hanging out, Miley is like sucking on lollipops and Lily's Mm -hmm. like, stop doing that. It'll rot your teeth. But like, it's not related to anything. They never say why she's eating lollipops. It's it's right. just there for like filler, basically. 
Mm-hmm. Also, Lily in this episode has a lot of color in her hair. <laughs> yes, I was gonna say, like, I don't know if she just like I was like she was going through a phase and just wanted to clip in some, but there's like a purple and a blue and an orange and a yeah. all sorts of stuff. There was like an orange streak and like a blue streak, and then there was like a curl that was blue or purple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She did like the one curl thing again, and this time it yeah. was like dyed a uh, color. It's like a really standout curl. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very interesting. <laughs> yeah, so Oliver won't shut up. Lily goes off to serve with some guy. We get this new boy in this episode. I don't mm-hmm. know if he comes up again. I, yeah, I don't know. I could not tell you. <laughs> I thought his name was Dax. And then they said it again and it sounded like Dex. Yeah, it sounds like Dex. I don't know which it is. I don't know if it's Dax Mm -mm. or Dex. Neither are good names. No. (laughs) But Starts with a D, ends with an X. That's all you need to know. Yeah, jerks. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) He, uh, while they're hanging out on the beach, he comes over to, like, ask Miley out on a date for that Friday. And he seems mm-hmm. to know that she's on vocal rest. So I guess they've already had a little bit of school at this point. Because he's right. also in their history class. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though this is the first time we've seen him. Uh, and Typical Disney. Yeah. Miley, Miley is, like, very excited that he's asking her out. And she, like, mm-hmm. is starting to write on the whiteboard. And Oliver kind of bungles it. He, like just swings way too hard in several directions trying to respond to him for her. Mm-hmm. And he ends up being like, well, I guess I'll see you another time. And, and Miley's like devastated <laughs> silently. <laughs> uh, I will say that like, she wouldn't have been able to go out for what he was proposing anyway, because of her vocal rest. So right, yeah. he was like, you want to go see a movie this Friday? And like her answer would have had to have been, how about next Friday? <laughs> like, right. No what. Yeah. Although she's probably booked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's always giving concerts on her free nights. So I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know how Miley really expects to date. I don't. Right. Um, yeah. No. Yeah. Cause it's not like she can say, Oh, let's just postpone the concert so I can go on the date. Cause like, that's not how concerts work. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, They've got some interesting system going over there. Uh, We then get a scene at the school. Mr. Corelli is back. This is the first time we've seen him in a while. Mm -hmm. He has some facial hair now, and it does not match the hair on his head at all. No, it does not. (laughs) They are very different colors. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And yeah, when last we saw him, he was teaching drama at the middle school, and now he's teaching history at the high school. So no, why not? sure. <laughs> <laughs> he asks a question to the class, which the answer to is the Gettysburg Address, and Miley writes it down on her whiteboard, and she's like all excited that she knows the answer, and Lily reads it wrong <laughs> and like makes Miley sound stupid. <laughs> yeah, it was um she says it's the Gettysburg Address. No, that's a that doesn't seem right. Is it Betty's Betty Berg's address? <laughs> yeah. Who's Betty Berg? <laughs> oh, Lily. Yeah. So it's just been a time of 
Miley's friends not being helpful for a week. That's what we've gotten from these scenes. Mm -hmm. We then get to it having been a week since Miley's talked. She is very nervous, but eventually she starts talking and her speaking voice is fine. Uh, Mm -hmm. They get her to sing Lice What You Make It. She sounds pretty much normal. And I'm like, again, maybe before you have her do a televised concert, (laughs) maybe have somebody take a look in that throat. Yeah. But... So she sounds normal, and then we get another concert footage. She's singing Life's What You Make It, and it's fine until around the end when just on a dime, her voice stops working. Yeah. <laughs> There's no, out of nowhere. no easing into it. She sings one <laughs> line perfectly. The next line, it's just not there. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing we see is a doctor over at her house, like on her couch. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, does the doctor know the Hannah secret? <laughs> right. And it's fine because of client-patient confidentiality or whatever. Right, yeah. Uh, but he says that she needs surgery if she ever wants to sing again. And I'm like, okay, for mm-hmm. it to get to the point where it's surgery or never sing again, <laughs> she must this have really a- bad technique. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. Like, she must be singing with her throat instead of her chest and, like, her diaphragm and all that and all the Mm -hmm. stuff you're supposed to do that I'm not (laughs) as (laughs) well-versed in. (laughs) (laughs) I know it. I know it internally. I just can't put it to the words. Uh, (laughs) I get you. But, I mean, all things considered, the doctor does say it's a very simple surgery and that it only requires a week of recovery time. Which is kind mm-hmm. of amazing for vocal surgery. Right. Like, it yeah. has happened to lots of singers where they have to get surgery on their voice and then they have to be on full vocal rest for like a year. So, yeah. it only being a week, I would be like, oh, well, then no problem. Let's do it. Can you fit me right. in right now? Yeah. Like, let's, let's start the clock. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Miley gets freaked out because the doctor offhand says that there's like a one in a million chance that she would never be able to sing again after the surgery, which like she's already facing never being able to sing again. So I would just take my odds, but Miley is a child and she's scared. So, right. (laughs) Um, Well, yeah, because here's the thing is if she doesn't get the surgery, she's not going to sing again. But if she gets it, there's a chance she's not going to sing again. So it's like, it's well, also a very tiny chance. He he like explains like it's a very right. routine surgery. It's very normal. It like I could do it blindfolded. Yeah. And I mean by saying that there's only a week recovery period, it really conveys that it's minor. Like it's just right. it's just a minor surgery. It's not like, mm-hmm. you know, she has to get like five nodes taken off her cords or whatever like it's, right. it's yeah. clearly a much smaller problem um, right but in any case he leaves uh we get like a scene of miley watching like an old home movie of mm-hmm. uh christmas with her family in the year 2000 and i do have to mention it's the year 2000 in this video and robbie ray still has his mullet it's it's dude (laughs) i i have a lot of questions about miley's parents after this episode i 
I'm like, if if Robbie Ray still had his mullet in 2000 and it's now 2007 and he hasn't had his mullet for a few years, do we think, because clearly he wasn't like paying attention to the styles of the times or else the mullet would have been gone before 2000. Right. Mm-hmm. Do we think he cut it off when his wife died as like tribute hmm. to her? Like get rid of the- <laughs> I don't that's a very interesting question. <laughs> I have so many questions about these parents. Oh my goodness. Also Robbie also, Ray can we talk about- is not good. <laughs> no. I feel like that's a common theme. The last episode we talked about he had terrible chunky highlights. Yeah, and it's only gotten worse. <laughs> It's only gotten worse. Um, can we talk about how thick the actress who was playing young Miley, her accent was? That was like such a thick Southern accent. Yeah, yeah. I We've seen that young Miley in previous flashbacks. Um, uh-huh. I, I guess with it being like at this point a seven year age difference, it does make sense to have somebody else play young Miley. But I was like, right. was this really that long ago that they needed somebody else to play her? Right. <laughs> but yeah. I guess they did. <laughs> uh but yeah, and I mean Brooke Shields, so Miley's mom is in this video. She hadn't died yet mm-hmm. in this video. <laughs> um, but her the mom is played by Brooke Shields. I do we know what her name is? It's not said in this, right? Um, not that I'm aware of. Here, give me a second. It maybe was said in in a later episode, but I don't think it was said in this. And I was like, can we at least know this woman's name besides Susan? Her name is Susan, apparently. Susan. She don't look like a yeah. Susan. No, she does not. Susan and Robbie Ray. <laughs> Susan and Robbie Ray. I I did have the thought going into this, knowing that I was about to see Brooke Shields playing Billy Ray Cyrus's wife, that when Billy Ray Cyrus found out that Brooke Shields had been cast as his late wife, he probably was like, wow, they must really think highly of me. (laughs) (laughs) Because he could not pull Brooke Shields, okay? No, he couldn't. (laughs) oh my god i'm just saying (laughs) (laughs) yeah so susan stewart i guess is her name apparently they don't say it in this uh no brooke shields also putting on a very southern accent and it's Mm -hmm. not it's not like super twangy but like you can tell like made the choice to be like I am going to commit and be Southern for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, so I don't, I, sh- I shouldn't get ahead of myself. I was going to start talking about what she's wearing when we get- see her later in the episode, oh. but <laughs> we're, we're not quite there yet. Uh, so, <laughs> so in this video, young Miley has gotten a Christmas present and I think it's supposed to be a guitar, but it's like a ukulele. It's like it's right. it's not like a child's guitar, which are smaller than regular guitars. This was it's like way smaller ukulele. than that. <laughs> it's definitely yeah. a ukulele. Um, but she's so excited. She's like, "Oh, I'm just gonna be just like Daddy or whatever." <laughs> <laughs> I had something like that, and it's like they're she's all excited to like be a musician, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
then Robbie Ray, present day Robbie Ray enters and he has brought his loco hot cocoa. Good old loco hot cocoa. What do we think makes it loco? I don't know. It's not like, like it has alcohol in it. Maybe it does. <laughs> maybe that's why she had the weird dreams. <laughs> maybe he got maybe his it's like child daughter drunk. <laughs> drunk. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like when you like give a baby like a little bit of like alcohol to get him to fall asleep. Yeah. You just give your daughter an alcoholic beverage. <laughs> I genuinely, I mean, what else could have been in it? Like, did he, like, put, like, hot sauce in it? Like, what is it? Right. I mean, like, I I personally love a good peppermint hot chocolate, but I wouldn't consider that right. to be loco. Loco, no. I think it might be hmm. booze. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling CPS on Robbie Ray. Um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll call that my working theory until somebody disproves <laughs> it. There's no evidence Perfect. that says it isn't alcohol in this episode. Exactly. <laughs> they never explain. The only thing he mentions is like being special in it is like marshmallows. Right. Which like, that's and normal. Marshmallows are a normal thing. <laughs> so that's not really, I wouldn't consider that loco. No, I, I wouldn't do that either. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Robbie Ray gives Miley a little pep talk and he's like, I know you'll be fine. All there's the pep talks in this episode go on for so long and they're just saying the same thing <laughs> over and over and over again. There are like four uh-huh. more to come. Uh <laughs> so we then enter a dream that Miley is having. Mm-hmm. In the dream. <laughs> Robbie Ray is mad at Miley for being a freeloader and (laughs) she's cleaning the oven and I didn't even put this in my notes, but we know that she is going without food because she is eating like the burnt bits that are like stuck to the broiler in the oven. And she talks about how she got like weak old trout skin, which is her favorite food. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so she's being starved and forced to work because she can't, I guess, make Sing. money anymore. I yeah. And, and Robbie Ray's like mad at her for not ironing his socks. Yeah, and she can't sing because the surgery went wrong. Uh, uh-huh. He tries to sing. This is the life. And then we get like the weirdest editing choice we've gotten in like any episode of Hannah Montana. She tries to sing This is the Life, and then we get a shot of a vase breaking, and then there's a shot of, like, an avalanche, and then there's a shot of cows running. Yeah, it's like a vase-breaking avalanche stampede. Yeah. Because she sang bad. (laughs) I just... Well, all right. It's... It's like a big swing. <laughs> like it Yeah. It's uh it's not the sort of artistic choice we normally see. Uh Mm-mm. so definitely very unique. And then we get like Jackson enters. He's dressed as Brett Michaels. <laughs> <laughs> um he's he's like mm. that sort of like 80s rocker. Um Yep, the long hair, the bandana. Yeah, he is now going by Bucky Kentucky. 
I know that this isn't real and it's just in a dream, but I am imagining an HMU where Hannah Montana, her career ends, she leaves the public eye, and in her place is like a boy singer named Bucky Kentucky who has the same (laughs) dad as Hannah Montana. The same dad. (laughs) But no one knew about him beforehand. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, it's not real. (laughs) So Lily and Oliver then enter, and they are apparently very big Bucky Kentucky fans. Uh, They hate Miley, and they call her a washed-up pop star, which, like, in her defense, it's not like she became irrelevant and therefore was washed up. Like, she had a medical condition that meant she couldn't be a singer anymore. (laughs) Right, yeah. So, I then... Before we get into the next phase of this dream, I I was very disturbed by the contents of this first bit of the dream because it says something about what's happening in Miley's psyche that this is what her brain dreams up to be a nightmare. Mm -hmm. Like, she must have a latent subconscious fear that if she stops being the sole breadwinner for her family at age 14, her father will hate her and starve her and force her to do household labor. (laughs) Like what, what could have caused that fear in her? If not a nugget of truth. Like I'm, (laughs) I'm a little concerned. Just a little bit. I'm a little worried. <laughs> like, I, we, like we something know Bobby happened. A good father, but, right. but, but it's just so, so out there. Like, yeah. it's, it's something that the Robbie Ray that we have come to know on this show would never, ever do. Right. And I'm like, well, what happens when the cameras stop rolling? <laughs> <laughs> what is he doing? Yeah. Or like, what is he like? Like, is he saying things very subtly to her about, like, how much they need Hannah's income? Like, Right. Like, what's it, being said? Sort of, yeah. Is it, like, this very low stakes pressure that Miley right. is just aware of? Like, are they are they a little more hard up for money than we've realized? Right. And, like, does Miley somehow know that if her career dries up they like will have to move to a less nice house or something like like i mm. i'm just throwing this out here and of course right. none of it is ever gonna come up again but it's what i was thinking about during this scene it was mm-hmm. like a, it was a little weird yeah for her subconscious to go to this place that is so far removed from what we've seen reality to be um and i guess she's very scared but right I would think she would have a dream about the ways that, like, her life specifically would change if she wasn't Hannah Montana. Mm -hmm. Less so how, like, her dad would treat her. Because her dad would probably treat her the same regardless. Right. Because he's her dad. And he's not that much of a stage father as opposed to, like, other stuff we've seen. Right. Yeah. He's still, like, he's still stresses to Miley very often that like 
her regular life comes first in most cases. Like mm-hmm. she has to put school first over work and all that. Right. So I I just would have thought that her dream would be more about you know having to find something else to do and having to give up her passion and like right. how hard that would be for her as opposed to being like well now my family's going to make less money and my friends aren't going to think I'm cool even though they've been my friends since before I was Hannah Montana right. it yeah it just I don't know. I was a little surprised that this was the direction they took it in. Yeah, definitely. It was definitely a, a very far left swing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, because it, it implies that Miley is aware that she like has to earn her keep in her house mm-hmm. when she's like a kid. Right. And I I assume she knows that she doesn't actually have to do that. But like... It was in there somewhere in her brain. Somewhere, yeah. It came from somewhere. <laughs> Someone sometime planted that thought in her head. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she, like, so in the dream, like, Robbie Ray and Lillian Oliver and Jackson as Bucky Kentucky are, like, all getting into a limo. And Miley, like, runs out, and she's like, I'm not a piece of furniture, you know? And then her lower half turns into, like, the weird leg table that, like, <laughs> is always in the background of the house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Miley's mom is there. She's just there. Just and, pops up. And she knows that the reason why Miley is having this dream is because Robbie gave her loco hot cocoa before bed. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I told that man not to give you hot cocoa before bed. Um, so the rules of the dream space in this episode Very are a little, are a little muddy, uh, yeah. because, and we get another dream to end the episode, but mm-hmm. it, it, it is heavily implied that, I mean, it's kind of like, it's kind of like the movie Inception where, like, all of these people are, like, aware that they're in somebody else's dream and mm-hmm. they're, like, doing stuff. Because that happens in this where, like, Robbie Ray later is, like, my wife did tell me not to give her hot cocoa before bed. And it's, like, so when you two talked in somebody else's dream, dream, yeah, you were able to know that and have a memory of that, even though it wasn't your dream. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then there's the element of it where Miley's mother is dead in real life. Mm-hmm. And in this dream, it seems to very much be literally Miley's mom who has decided to enter her daughter's dream to help mm-hmm. her and give her advice. So right. it is actually Miley's mom, her like spirit <laughs> mm-hmm. has entered the dream space. <laughs> right. Yeah. So there's now like a supernatural element to Hannah Montana. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> All right. There's now a little bit of paranormal going on. Uh mm-hmm. But so, anyway, Miley's mom is there. Miley's mom is wearing, like, jeans and, like, a green shirt that you can barely see because over it she's wearing, like, a white button-down with, like, pink flowers on it. Mm Mm-hmm. I 
it kind of feels like they were like, okay, this is Brooke Shields. She's a literal supermodel. How can we like mom her up? <laughs> right. <laughs> and like mm-hmm. make her less of like a supermodel and more of someone's dead mom who lived in Tennessee. <laughs> they were like, okay, oh, we got to make goodness. her a little dowdier, I guess. Uh-huh. And like she has a very PC haircut. It's like very similar to like the way that like Robbie Ray's hair is PC, except like mm-hmm. better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so she's like, Miley, I know why you're having this dream. And it's because your dad gave you local hot cocoa before bed. <laughs> Uh, she gives Miley, like, our millionth pep talk of the episode, being like, you're mm-hmm. still important, and you're still great, even if you're not Hannah Montana, because you're Miley, and Miley's all these wonderful things. And the mom then, like, calls in Lillian Oliver to the yeah. house to tell Miley that, like, of course they would still love her. And, like, Jackson enters, and he's, like, nice. And then Oliver, like, hits on Miley's mom, and she kicks him out of the dream. Uh huh. But then she invites him back in later. It's giving me like, like vampire vibes, like true blood vibes. Like you're not welcome in this house. And then like <laughs> you have to be, be invited back in. You know what I mean? Yeah. And again, there is something a little occult about all of it because mm-hmm. this is like an actual spirit that is that seems to be in control of the dream to some right. extent. Like, her Mm -hmm. and Miley are the two in control of the dream. And, yeah, like I said, they have, like, a very strong amount of influence. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And, and, and and, like, the the rules of this dreamscape are very odd. But, yeah, then, then she, like, gives her a pep talk. And then we get, like, a shot of, like, Miley, like, sleeping and, like, smiling in her sleep. Mm Mm-hmm. And then the... Bumper to end the episode is a sequence of Miley and her mom post Miley's surgery, we can only assume. Although, here's the thing. We don't actually know because this right. is all a dream again. And it's not even Miley's dream this so time. So has she even had the surgery? <laughs> right. Exactly. So yeah. Miley and her mom are singing You and Me Together. And this is the first we're hearing of this song at all. Mm-hmm. Jackson enters in like this big like weasel costume and then we find out that it's Robbie Ray's dream and Robbie mm-hmm. Ray wakes up and is like my wife was right when she told right me about, not to have yeah. loco hot cocoa before bed and I'm like okay because what happened at the end of Miley's dream is Robbie Ray entered and Robbie Ray and his wife have this like moment yeah. where like she is like, I told you not to give her hot cocoa before bed. And then they like are very sweet with each other. And it's like very uh-huh. much feels like the spirit of his wife <laughs> is right. like, like with him, even though it's not uh-huh. his dream. And then when we right. emerge from his dream, he is remembering what happened in Miley's dream. Right. So I'm like, Dreams what is going on? <laughs> what is going on in the dream space of the HMU? Well, you know, whatever they want to go on. What bothers me is that that's the end of the episode. We have no yeah. closure. We don't no actually closure. see Miley post-surgery. We don't see her recovery. We don't see another Hannah concert. We don't mm-hmm. even see her 
waking up and like telling her dad about the dream she had. We get none of that. It just ends. And I'm like, well, (laughs) for an episode that is supposedly like about this big choice Miley has to make about her career and her health Mm -hmm. and all that. In the end, none of it mattered. Yeah, there was no resolution. None of it mattered. I was like very thrown by it. Chance to show off Brooke Shields. Yeah, they're like, hey, we haven't actually introduced Miley's mom. Oh, okay. Let's take this moment to do it. Yeah. It was an odd episode. I It definitely was. I wasn't very into it. Um, I thought most of it actually was kind of just thrown together. Yeah. And it was one of those where, like, I can see, like, the nugget of what the plot actually is, is a good Mm -hmm. idea. And I think right. it could very well be explored in a good episode. <laughs> they just, it just didn't wasn't do that. executed well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. just didn't. They they didn't expand on the concept that the plot introduced in a way that like was satisfying or right or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, I mean, a lot of songs in this episode. Um, yeah. Yeah, we got the first appearance of Life's What You Make It and You and Me Together. We got the I Got Nerve mm-hmm. Toast remix. And then we got, like, yeah. one line of This Is The Life. <laughs> yeah. And then f- as far as catchphrases go, I caught one sweet niblets, two ya thinks, which I just decided for this episode that I'm counting that as a catchphrase. And then uh, we got one Robbie Ray. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But I don't know that there's that much more to say about this episode. I I wasn't into it. Yeah, no. I didn't think there were any particularly good jokes. I no. There weren't really any interesting outfits. And like I said, like the actual plot just like wasn't very enjoyable. <laughs> No, that was really confusing. Even as I was watching mm-hmm. it, I was confused by it. Um, however, it it did, you know, introduce the world of the paranormal to the Hannah Montana universe, yeah. and I'm sure we'll be seeing more of it at some point. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, do you have any final thoughts on this episode? Um, seems like I only get weird episodes to <laughs> to talk about. <laughs> um yeah no it just like i just hate when they don't resolve things at the end of them yeah like it just kind of when they just leave things open it like i don't know it just irks me yeah it it really this episode felt like it went on for quite a while but then when you reach the end it was like wait that's it Mm -hmm. there isn't there's not more here yeah i feel like we needed an, like one more act of the right, episode. Yeah. Like maybe spend less time in the dream, have like a couple fewer pep talks because we don't see right. the result of them anyway. Yeah. You probably could have cut all of the stuff about Miley being on vocal rest. Right. Yeah. And then just like added a final act to it at the end where we like actually you know, see Miley after her surgery and after her recovery. And maybe we get like a scene of her doing another concert. And it's like really triumphant that she feels 
so much better and healthier. And if we wanted to set a really good example, you could have her working with a vocal coach and being like, okay, we know that your voice is sensitive and fragile. So we're going to work on some new techniques so that you're not going to just need more surgery down the line. Mm-hmm. Not that that's like a super universal moral <laughs> for the right. kids, but it would have been more satisfying at least. I think for everyone. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. They definitely could have taken this in a different direction and it would have gone much better. Yeah. I, I really can't stress enough how much I thought this episode was going to be something different. <laughs> <laughs> That seems to be the case with a lot of the episodes I watch. Like, I think I remember what happens, and then I don't remember half of it. <laughs> like, the walrus costume at the end of the episode. You'd think you'd remember that. I didn't. Like- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this this was, like, an episode I... I yeah, this is probably like my least favorite in a while okay i don't know we don't really rate the episode here but i'm like ah, i give this one a two (laughs) there you go we can start rating episodes from now on (laughs) the first one this one's a two we're starting off terrible let's see how far we can go (laughs) oh boy um any last thoughts anything left to say thanks for having me (laughs) I'll be back. Yes. Yes, indeed. Uh, Do you want to tell people where they can find you online? Is that a thing that you would like to share? Sure. (laughs) Yes. Um, You can find me on Instagram at Cammy Bam and on TikTok at Nurse Cam. Um, I think that's all I do. (laughs) All well and good. Anywhere else to find me. All well and good. Well, thank you so much for joining me again. And uh, thank you so much to all of you for tuning into today's very weird episode of Pumping Up the Podcast. Uh, I hope you'll join me next week for season two, episode six of Hannah Montana. It's called You Gotta Not Fight for Your Right to Party. Should be decent. At least, you know, I'm I'm optimistic it'll be better than this week's one. (laughs) So... (laughs) <laughs> uh if you want to go ahead and find us online we're on twitter at pumping up the pod and on instagram at pumping up the podcast you can find me on twitter at lovely Lisi or on instagram at actor Elise. and yeah hope you join us next week and until next time keep on pumping up the party <laughs>